And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Carry on all the way one son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of Lupa's Bits. I am your host, Lupa, aka Stephanie J. Barty. I hope you've all had a good week. Um, mine has been, eh, interesting. Um, had a few down days, which is, if you've been listening to my, any of my podcasts, you will know that that is not unusual. Um... Yeah, down days are kind of a norm. So, and yes, I am podcasting in the daylight because I seem to have lost a day this week. I was supposed to podcast earlier in the week. And for some reason, I thought today was a day earlier than it actually is. Um, so, yeah, I'm podcasting during the day because the podcast has to come out tomorrow. And um, I did not give my producer enough time. Like I was hoping, because I figured today was Wednesday, but you know, it is what it is, and I'm hoping to make this as error-free as possible, so he doesn't have a lot of dead air he has to cut out and edit, and he doesn't have a lot, he doesn't edit the ums anymore, the ums are what they are, but uh, I don't want a lot of dead air that he has to work with, I want to be able to just say, here it is, add the bumper, add my music, put it up, off you go. <laughs> Enjoy. So I'm not guaranteeing how long this one's going to be today um, because I just, I don't know. I've been kind of scattered the last few days. My thoughts have been all over the place. And yesterday um, I was doing a live TikTok and I was having a difficult time finding words, words that I needed to use, needed to say, that I wanted to say, and I could not find words I couldn't think of the word. I'm having a problem now (laughs) trying to express the thought that I want to get across to you. So this may not, this is not going to be an hour long today. Um, But things hopefully, fingers crossed, um, will start looking up for me within the next week or so. And my financial situation will change, I am hoping. Um, I don't count my chickens before they're hatched. I don't, you know, breathe a sigh of relief and say, hey, yay, you know, this is happening when it hasn't happened yet. When I see that guarantee, when I get that guarantee, basically when I see the money in my bank account, then I'm going to be like, okay, this is a thing. This is what's happening. Perfect. Um, And I will still stress about it every month, but that's just the way it is. That's who I am. Because I have found, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I have found that if I let my guard down and I become complacent and I become comfortable, um, things go to hell in a handbasket real quick. 
and the universe likes to throw a monkey wrench into my plans and say, hey, you weren't paying attention. Guess what? Now you got to figure it out. You best pay attention. So, yeah, I tend to be hypervigilant about certain things, and um, this is one of them. So, yeah, I've been doing our my taxes, our taxes. I say our taxes because I do still have to file up until July. I have to file as married, and then from July until December, I have to file as separated. So I'm doing my taxes and my ex's taxes, and oh, I have 14 years experience as a bookkeeper, and let me tell you, one of the things that we hated doing the most was um, separation taxes, because you're filing as married up until the date of separation, and then you're filing as separate after that, so oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um... So I've been doing that and kind of reflecting, you know, having to put the actual date of separation in, like we have separation papers, but having to put the actual date of separation into the taxes really, I mean, yeah, I've been separated since July. So that's like, what, eight months. Um, and that was just the physical move. It happened long before then. Um he knows it. I know it. It happened long before then. But uh, the actual physical move happened in July. And kind of, I don't know, made things uh, not real because they're very real for me. <laughs> you know, just, yeah, this is a thing. This is, this is my life now. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I've been kind of reflecting and um, seeing it's, it's, you know, it was my birthday and Valentine's Day. Uh, but I've been trying to avoid Facebook, but you do have to go on Facebook. You do have to do certain things when you're a public figure and you have to check stuff. And, you know, when you work in the public sector, like in the public eye, like I do, um, you have to, Facebook is a necessary evil. Social media is a necessary evil. And, you know, Facebook has the Facebook memories and, you know, stuff popping up. And I've always hated Valentine's Day. Always hated Valentine's Day. And it's kind of funny because this year, um, not having really anybody close by to celebrate it with, um, has kind of made me reflect on why I hate Valentine's Day. And I think... I mean, yeah, I've always said it's because, you know, I got combination birthday Valentine's Day gifts, which, you know, were kind of, kind of insulting because it's two separate days. But I think it's because um, I've always managed to hook myself up with emotionally unavailable guys that don't tell you they love you every day or, you know, even once a week, um, unless you say it first. And even then, you know, it's like, I know, um, that aren't demonstrative in the emotional department, emotionally unavailable. So I think it's because I have been with that type of guy that, 
you know, I've always used to always put out an effort on Valentine's Day and never got anything back. So I just, you know what? I hate Valentine's Day. I'm not doing it. We're not doing it. And it kind of gave my ex the excuse to not have to put forth the effort. Because, again, emotionally unavailable. And if I could give him a reason to not have to be emotionally available, that boy would jump on that like a fat kid on a red smarty. Uh, okay, so that was probably not a good analogy to use. Um, how about white on rice? We'll go with that. White on rice. Apologize if I offended anybody with my red smarty comment, but, you know, it's my show. Anyway, um, yeah, so I think it's because I've never actually experienced romance, for that matter. My God, never mind a romantic Valentine's Day. Romance in general. I've never, ever, ever had a guy woo me, you know, or or make me swoon with pretty words and, and um declarations of love and and whatever i've i've never had that i guess i i don't inspire that but i'm a girl for crying out loud be nice um but yeah i think that is i've never had true um romance although i'm not quite exactly quite sure i'd know what to do with it I think I would just be awkward and giggly um, and be like, okay, you know what? Now, let's just stop. Just stop. It's just weird. Just stop. Um, yeah, I'm not exactly, because I've never had it. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't take compliments very well because I'm not used to them. I don't experience them. I don't get them. So I get all weird and awkward and, and I actually had to Google a while ago. I had to Google how to take a compliment correctly and basically just say thank you you don't have to say anything more than thank you so that's my go-to now if somebody pays me a compliment it's like oh thank you and I'm gonna move on because <laughs> if it goes any further than that it's just gonna get awkward and um I'm gonna be weird and it's just we're gonna move on from there so I don't know. Maybe I would have been better off as a guy. Maybe I'd make a better guy. Who knows? I'd have to be a gay guy, though, because I like guys. But, I mean, I, I'm i a tomboy, I guess. Still am. 49 years old, and I'm a tomboy. I don't... I just... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I would do with romance. Really. If it was somebody giving it instead of me giving it and, and being all the mushy. And I mean, I only get that way very rarely, too. Like, you know, I, I may get an overwhelming urge, but I stomp that down real quick and, and I don't follow through with it. Um, I play out scenarios in my head and you would believe the amount of conversations that I have in my head, romantic conversations, 
um, intimate conversations, personal conversations, fights. I've had fights in my head. I'm pretty much prepared for any kind of conversation because I've already had it in my head. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just not the romantic kind of girl. It just, it's weird. But I think that's kind of... Like, my my sister's husband cooked us a lovely Valentine's dinner, um, which I was surprised I was actually invited to, because it was Valentine's Day, you know? They're married. They've been married for, like, ever. And they invited me over for dinner. So I went over, and we had steak and a whole bunch of other really good stuff. And, um, like, he had cooked her a lovely steak dinner, and he brought her flowers, which he does do periodically. Every now and again, just brings her flowers, which is really sweet. Um, for Valentine's Day. And I thought, aww. And then I jump on Facebook and I see all these posts of, you know, look at all the stuff that my honey got me. Or look at all the stuff that I got my honey. And what? Wait. But I thought the flowers, just the simple bouquet of flowers was so sweet. And, I mean, he catered to her, basically. You know, brought her her dinner, brought her her a drink. Whatever she needed, he would jump up and go and get. It was just, it was really sweet. And then I found out that, um, through talking with my daughter-in-law, that my son did the exact same thing for her. You know, if she needed something, he'd go do it. If the baby needed to be changed, he would jump up and go do that. Um... And it was really sweet. And I think, I got thinking, you know, that would have been, that's kind of my kind of romance, you know? <laughs> Except don't bring me flowers. Flowers make me cry because they die. And I hate, when somebody gives me a gift, um, I feel really guilty about getting rid of it. Even if it's broken or I've eaten it or used it or whatever, um... So when somebody gives me flowers and they die, it's like I will keep them for, you know, several days after they're dead and they're crunchy now and, and falling apart. Um, and then even then I will take the vase that they were in and I will sit them outside in the hopes that, you know, they'll just kind of either come back to life or vanish and I won't have to literally throw them away because I feel like I'm throwing away the person's gift and I know that's not the case. It's it's the thought behind the gift that you hang on to, not the gift itself. But, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I spend a lot of time alone. So, <laughs> I spend a lot of time thinking. Um, and doing weird stuff on TikTok. But, uh, my sister not by blood, and her husband, the people I live with, have a bet going to see how many personalities I'm going to have come spring. So far, they've counted three. Um, and this is just from what they see on TikTok. They don't see the stuff that goes on when I'm not recording. <laughs> they don't know what goes on when I'm not recording. Um, so, yeah, but this week has been kind of interesting. Uh, we held our first board meeting on Sunday for the Jezomon Dark Myth Company. 
and um, we went over all of the business plan and policies and stuff that we're doing this year. And it's taking me a little longer than normal because I'm trying to transcribe the minutes from audio. Now, I did make notes, but um, I'm trying to transcribe as much as I can from the audio. So those minutes will be made available um, when they're ready, <laughs> basically. So I have a month to get them done before our next meeting. So, but you guys will have access to those minutes. You will know what's going on and, and what happens at the board meetings because we are very transparent. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. And, and I, I made jokes beforehand because I am the only girl on the board. I'm the only female on the board with six guys. So I'm kind of, and I mean, these are all people that... Um, except for one member who have known Dave, the owner of the company, forever. And I mean, some of their friendships are older than dirt. So, and I'm, you know, fairly new. I've only been around for three years. So, I kind of almost felt like a den mother at, at, at times. Like, I was making jokes, I'm going to be the den mother of all you delinquents. And... I did notice after the end of the meeting that um, we do need some structure. I used to be the secretary for um, a coalition years and years and years and years and years ago. And I did actually have some old copies of the minutes and our bylaws and our agenda and how the meetings ran. So I tossed them all over to Dave and said, you know, take a look. Maybe we can implement some of these into our meetings to kind of just keep things on track, keep the meeting moving along, um, you know, stuff like that. But that's my job. That is what I do. <laughs> so, yeah, I will be transcribing those, which um, I do. I, I take audio and transcribe it into written word. I've done um, podcasts like that. I've transcribed podcasts into um, written down. So it just takes me a bit. I, I, motivation this week has, has been very hard for me. Um, I was in bed last night by 5.30, 6 o'clock. I mean, as soon as I was done dinner and cleaned up, I was in bed watching TV, lying down in bed. It was still partially daylight outside when I crawled into bed. And I know that is a sign that I am spiraling down into a depression. So tonight I will be heading over to hang out with my crystal um, because she knows it too. She knows that's what's going on. She hasn't seen me in a couple of days. She knows exactly that's what's going on. So before she comes over here and drags me over by my ponytail or my bun or whatever my hair happens to be in when she shows up at my door, I'm going to go over there and we're going to do some stuff. We're going to wrap yarn because she needs an extra set of hands to hold it. And we're going to watch a show and just chat, talk, whatever, hang out. 
I have to print off a label because I have to send my coffee pot back to um, Amazon. But I know, like, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't get out of bed yesterday until almost noon. And then I was back in bed by 6 o'clock. So I think I was out of bed for maybe five or six hours total all day. Um, and I know that's a problem. I know that can turn into a problem and I don't want to let it turn into a problem. So I fight very hard. I mean, I understand this is mental awareness week, month, whatever. Um, and I know there are people out there that are struggling and struggling to the point where they have had to take a step back and go, okay, you know what? I need to go away for a little bit, whether it's 10 days, whether it's five days, whether it's a month, whatever. I need to be in a professional environment because I'm not in a safe place within my head right now. So I know there are a lot of us struggling. And now don't think that I'm trying to diminish my own struggle because I know there are people out there that are struggling worse. Nobody is struggling worse. Nobody is struggling better than me. We are all struggling in our own ways. So don't ever think, oh, there's people worse than me or there's people better than me or, or I'm worse than them or whatever. Because that's it, it's it's not a competition for one. There isn't a scale where your suffering and your struggle can be measured against somebody else because what you're struggling with and what you're dealing with is yours. It's not somebody else's. It's yours. It's your thoughts. It's your feelings. It's your emotions that you're struggling with. You're not struggling with Joe Blows down the street who may be able to handle um, death and and loss, but can't handle the fact that his newspaper was three hours late. Whereas you can handle that without a problem, you can't handle death and loss. It's different. Everybody struggles with things differently. So don't compare your struggle to anybody else's because it's not the same. It's no better. It's no worse. It's just yours. And you do what you need to do to get through it. And come out the other side. So, yeah, going over to Crystals tonight is what I need to do to get through it. To come out the other side. I don't have anybody else that I can depend on that should be responsible for me other than me. I am responsible for me. I had this conversation the other day. And... You know, my stance is we are not entitled to anything. We're not. There is no cosmic law that says we are entitled to food. We are entitled to shelter. We are entitled to clean water, air. No, we're not. Just the fact that you were born does not entitle you to anything. At all. It is your parents' choice to care for you and feed you and look after you. They don't have to. The law states they do. 
But the law also states if they don't want to, they can give you away. So you're not entitled to that. Not entitled to that. You're not entitled to a good education. You're not entitled to good health care. The law says you can have it. You're not entitled to it. So I think we need to reevaluate what we seem to think we're entitled to. You're not entitled to feel the way you feel. You feel the way you feel. Doesn't mean you're entitled to feel that way. You are not entitled to anything. You are not guaranteed anything. Everything you want in life, you have to go and get it. You're not entitled to it. It's a gift if it's given to you. It's a gift. It's a kindness. But don't think you're entitled to it. I think that's something that bothers me with me being on um, welfare and going on to disability is I know a lot of people that are in the system and they feel that they are entitled to that. No, you're not. That's a gift. It's a kindness. It's a realization that, yes, it is hard for you, so we are going to help you. You're not entitled to it. Not entitled to anything. Survival of the fittest. That's the way it is. Survival of the fittest. And I mean, you may hate me for what I say. You may disagree with me, and that's fine. Disagree. You're not entitled to disagree. There's no, nothing gives you the right to disagree. You can disagree. It's human nature. I'm allowed, I don't have to like your opinion. I'm not entitled to it. I'm not entitled to my own opinion. No. There's no law that says I'm allowed to have my own opinion. I have my own opinion. It just is. Doesn't mean I get to push it on you. Doesn't mean I have to stand around and tell everybody what it is. I'm not entitled to that. People seem to think they are. People seem to think that they're entitled to voice whatever they want to, wherever they want to, however they want to. No, you're not. Law states we have freedom of speech. But... That's the law. You can speak your freedom. Doesn't mean you're entitled to make other people have to listen. I don't have to listen. Nobody has to listen. Your opinion is your own. You don't have to force other people. Which, by saying you're entitled to your opinion, that implies that others have to listen to it. That others have to acknowledge that you have an opinion. Because you're entitled to it. No. I don't have to acknowledge you have an opinion. I don't even have to care that you have an opinion. You can go over there and have your opinion. All you want. I don't care. I have my opinion. Doesn't mean I'm entitled to it. Doesn't mean I'm entitled to an audience to listen to it. Doesn't mean I'm entitled to even have anybody care that I have an opinion. I can have an opinion. I can form an opinion because I have conscious thought. 
I can voice that opinion because I have conscious thought and the ability to speak. Doesn't mean you have to listen to it. I am not entitled to anybody having to listen to my opinion or my words or my advice or whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bird doesn't sit on the tree and chirp because it's entitled to chirp. No, it sits on a tree and chirps because it wants to. Simple fact. That's the way it is. So people need to reevaluate what they seem to think they're entitled to. Because in all reality, we are not entitled to anything. We are given kindnesses and gifts and allowances. Don't think you're entitled to them. You didn't earn it. You're not entitled to it. And even when you do earn it, you're still not entitled to it. You're not. Somebody stronger can come along and take it from you. Somebody bigger, somebody smarter, somebody faster can come along and take it from you. Survival of the fittest. (coughs) But with the human race, it's survival of the smartest. Because the strongest person may not be able to outwit the smartest person. They can out-muscle, can't outwit. So, human race, it's survival of the smartest. Smile, survival, <laughs> Okay, let's move on, because I can't say it anymore. Wow, this turned really ranty very quickly. But that's alright, because I haven't been ranty in a while. And I mean, I have a lot of very, very strong opinions. I have a lot of very, um, set ways that I won't budge from. And entitlement is one of them. I'm trying to think of what other ways I'm, I'm set. What other ways that... You know, I'm set in my ways that I won't budge from, that I won't, I won't see differently. And I think we might save some of those. I might, I might not even voice some of those because some of those are very private. Some of those are very personal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I woke up the other morning and I had felt a distinct shift in me. I still haven't quite figured out what it means, where it's, it's, it's taking me. Um, but there has been a distinct shift in my emotional state, a distinct shift in my thought patterns, in my goals, in my wants and my needs. And I'm still formulating how I'm going to deal with that shift, how I'm going to tackle that shift and speak the truth on that shift. I don't know. That's the right words to use. Um, Part of that shift was actually starting to realize my worth. And what I am willing to accept. And what I am willing to not accept. 
and I know some people around me have kind of sensed that there was a shift coming and um, I think I was talking the last time about um, change and behavioral change and, you know, putting into a relationship as much as you're getting out of that relationship. And there have been those changes happening. Um, and that's important to me. And I think that might be part of the shift is, is starting to see that others are seeing that... If you don't feed a flower, it's going to die. So if you don't nurture the relationship that I have with you, if you don't treasure, yeah, if you don't, if you don't treasure the relationship that I have with you and help foster and build and grow that relationship, It's going to die. It's going to die. That's going to be the end of it. You know? Because I am an Aquarius, which if you follow the Zodiac, I am the water bearer, which means I am the vessel. My vessel's empty. I got nothing. I got nothing. I've got nothing in me and no way to fill it up. I have nothing to tap into. There is no emotional well for me to tap into. Because the emotional wells that I was taking my cup to are sealed up tight. Emotionally unavailable. So, yeah, Changes have been happening and shifts have, have come, but takes time, I guess, you know, takes time. I have stopped um, verbally expressing my emotions. Um, I've stopped being emotionally available willy-nilly and 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 you know it just expected that that I'm, I'm going to be there that you know my well is open and feel free to dip in anytime you want um and I had to do that I had to for my own sanity for my own um reservoir of emotional well-being I needed to do that because I was driving myself crazy. Because when my well gets empty, then my self-doubt takes over. And I do. I question my worth. I question my, my um, trust in people. And I question, you know, do they, are they really my friend? Or... Are they just, you know, placating me until something better comes along? Um, are they laughing at me? Are they they picking on me? Whatever, you know, when when is the axe going to fall, basically? So I have had to 
instead of spreading my energy and my emotions far and wide and, you know, like a sprinkler, I've had to pull it in and be a, a pool, a still, calm pool. And I think that's why the shift came. I really do. I think that may have been the cause of it because I've been doing this for a while now. Not making myself so easy. Not making myself so readily available. Not being the bouncy little puppy that's going to sit there and lick your hand, you know, and, and, and roll over and show you my belly the minute you show me any signs of attention. Um, because I think I needed to, um, I needed my pride. My pride was not intact. I had no pride. None. So, any of you out there that, that have felt that shift and have felt that I've been emotionally unavailable, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I have been. I need to be. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I'm really beginning to think that these podcasts are more for me. It's kind of like therapy. And it's cheaper than a therapist. Um, my therapist would disagree. She, you know, her and I chat on a regular. And we actually chat longer than the therapy appointments. Um, like today, we talked for a good half hour after my appointment this morning. Um but she was laughing at my Alexa stories, so <laughs> yeah, she hates me. I tell you, my little Echo Dot, she hates me. I got up the other morning. I was laying in bed. I went and got myself a smart plug that works this time. And I was lying in bed, and I I said, you know, I said her name, coffee on, and she went okay. And I heard the click because the plug clicks. I'm like great. And I'm lying there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and that beautiful smell never came. Thought, what? So then my bladder said, okay, you've waited long enough. Get out of bed. So I got up and I looked and the plug was still off. It's got a light on it. So it tells you if it's on or off. And the plug was off. So I said it again. And I, Coffee on. And she went, okay. And turned it on. So we have established that... Um, in in my live, we have a stat. Was it in my live? No, it was on uh, the. I did a TikTok about it, so it was in the comment section of the TikTok. We have established that my Alexa is a snotty teenager, and she has proven this to be so again and again and again and again. Um. The other day, I told her, coffee off. She went, okay. And I looked at the plug, and the plug did not go off. So I told her again, with a little harsher tone, like you would speak to a snotty teenager. And she went, you betcha. And then she shut it off. Why do I have to tell you everything twice? Why? I know, because you're a snotty teenager. She needs to be told more than once. Now, on that note, I have had to set myself 
reminders at lunchtime and a reminder at dinner time to eat food, dumbass. And that is exactly what she says to me at 12 o'clock and at 5 o'clock. Because I have a tendency to go all day and forget to eat. And that it'll get 3 or 4 in the afternoon and conscious thought becomes a problem. Words become a problem. Focus becomes a serious problem. And you don't want that to hit when you're driving a car. Which it did. Um, so, yeah, she now sets reminders. I have reminders set for her to um, f- remind me to feed me. <laughs> yeah. Which, um, it's coming up very soon, so I should probably wrap this up. I told you, this wasn't going to be a long one. Uh, we did cover a lot of topics in it. And um, hopefully next week's will be a bit longer. But um, if you want to f- catch me and, and chat, I'm. you can find me on Facebook at um, Lupus Bits the Podcast or at Stephanie J. Barty Author. No, Author Stephanie J. Barty, something like that. Or at the World of Myth magazine. Um, you can also find me at www.theworldofmyth.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Lupa B or the World of Myth magazine um, or Lupa's Bits the Podcast. We are on Instagram at Luhu Baskets. Uh, Stephanie Barty author, Stephanie Lupa Barty author. Lupa's Bits, the podcast, and over on TikTok at Lady Lou Who. And if you're over on TikTok and you feel so inclined, I do have a donate button on my page. You can donate to Autism Speaks because that is a cause that is very near and dear to my heart. Okay, so I also have a link tree on there where you can also find where I am and what I'm doing. And I also have a buy me a coffee. You can buy me a coffee. Look me up. Anyway, okay, so I'm out of here for this week, and I will be back next week with some more exciting whatever seems to be happening in my life. And I hope you all have a good week. Stay safe. And if you're in Ontario, enjoy, because the world is opening up. It's a brand new world. Yeah, that was that was my sad impression of Aladdin. All right, everybody, have a good week. See ya. Carry on all the way one son There'll be peace when you are done Lay your weary head to rest Don't you cry, Don't you cry.